Welcome and good day to each one of you to our God's Word for Today devotional. Today's episode is on Romans chapter 4, verses 1 to 8, and let me read to us these verses. What then shall we say was gained by Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, his wages are not counted as a gift, but as his due. And to the one who does not work, but believes in him, who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. Just as David also speaks of the blessing of the one to whom God counts righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those who lowless, whose lowest deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord will not count his sin. The faith of Abraham and David are classic examples of being declared righteous or justified. Not because of what they did, but because of God's mercies and grace upon them. Abraham and David, they are considered as two of the great figures in the history of Israel. They are considered two of the greatest heroes in Israel's history. And they were righteous before God. So a good example to the Jews who might question that it's not true that the Old Testament characters were justified by faith. But here, Abraham and David, as declared by Paul, they were justified by faith. Let's talk first about Abraham. We ask this question, was he righteous because of his works? Or because he obeyed the law, including the circumcision, because he circumcised Isaac and Ismael and, and down the line? Definitely not. Abraham was counted righteous by faith alone. Not by what he did, but by faith alone. Why? There are three reasons. Number one, Paul's first reason is that Abraham could have something to boast about if he was justified by his work. He could have just boasted before God that he was really good. Secondly, Paul based his argument from what the scriptures has said in the past. Quoting Genesis 15 verse 6, does he said here, For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. This is what is written in Genesis chapter 15 verse 6. And third and last, Abraham was not godly he was ungodly he was not perfect so that his righteousness should be a gift not a wage or a salary or a wage because if it is a wage it means that it is it is something that he received and he's worthy to receive it because he worked for it but it's a gift why because he cannot pay for it he was not deserving to receive it it's a gift abraham was not perfect was he he was a sinner or ungodly too However, as Paul said here in verse 4, to the one who does not work but believes in him, who justifies the ungodly. So who is this ungodly that is justified here in this example? It's Abraham. Abraham was justified by faith and he was ungodly. His faith is counted as righteousness. So my friends, my brethren in the Lord, if Abraham and the rest of the characters in the Bible in the Old Testament, they are not justified because of the works that they have done. 
but because of their belief. Belief and trust that this God who talk about the Messiah, that Messiah will come someday, and I believe him. Likewise, another example that Paul mentioned here is David, who expressed his blessedness for being forgiven and having been declared righteous. Was David good enough that he did what was right? No. When in fact he sinned against the Lord by killing Uriah, the husband, and having an adulterous relationship with the wife, Bathsheba. Definitely, David was not righteous. But he pleaded for God, for God to forgive him, and God has forgiven him. So he received this gift of mercy from God. That's why he wrote Psalm 32. David felt that he was not deserving to receive the forgiveness of God, but he was so blessed that he received it anyway because God has forgiven him. God was merciful to him. He repented. He was broken and asked God's cleansing, and he was forgiven by the Lord. In his great mercy, the Lord pronounced him forgiven. That's why he said here, blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven, that they are not guilty before the Lord. And this is only granted to those who are humble in spirit, poor in spirit, as the Lord Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 5. So this, that is the background why David wrote Psalm 32 and Psalm 51 that Paul quoted here. So these two examples, as explained by Paul, Abraham and David has demonstrated that any person, you and I, anybody who is forgiven and declared righteous has earned nothing. Yes, that is the good news. We don't deserve, we are deserving to be punished and condemned in hell. But God loves us so much that he sent his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who died for sins. And what he did at the cross was the perfect sacrifice. We don't deserve this salvation. We receive it only by faith. It's a gift. Have you received this gift in your life? This is the heart of the gospel. Man is lost, totally lost, dead to sin. Yet Christ paid our sins in full. And man can regain it simply by repenting of our sins and believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. That's his promise. Anyone who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, repent of his sin and trust the Lord Jesus Christ as say Savior and Lord, he will receive the forgiveness of his sin. And the Bible tells us he will never perish but have everlasting life. Anyone who is in Christ is secured by his grace. We receive this by grace. God will keep it. God will guard our salvation. It's only by grace through and through. It's not because of your goodness and you can keep it by your goodness, by your good works. It, we receive it by grace. God will keep it by grace. And we will arrive into that place prepared for us by grace. It's all by the grace of God. Ours only is to believe. Ours only is to repent and be broken and be, be humbling or humble us from our sinfulness, be broken, and believe him. And what that's what the Bible says. Anyone who believes in Christ will not perish, but have everlasting life.
Father, thank you for your word this morning. Thank you that many of us, at one moment in our lives, we have heard this good news and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. But somehow there might be some who did not hear this before and who have not considered to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You open their hearts, Lord, so that they will repent of their sins and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved wonderfully by grace alone, through grace alone. Thank you that you have given us this hope, Lord. Otherwise, we will be groping in darkness. But thank you that in Christ we are secured. In his name we pray. Amen. Thank you.